Hello and welcome to this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. I'm your host, Chris Swain, here with Robbie Gallaty, the pastor of Long Hollow Baptist Church, founder and president of Replicate Ministries. Today on the podcast, we are following up with how to fail as a leader. Uh, This is part two of that podcast. If you haven't listened yet, go listen to how to fail as a leader part one. Today, we're going to wrap up and talk about the third element of leadership, the third part of the triangle, if you will. And we're also going to land on how this story ended. We, we talked a lot last time about how you, in coming to a new church, uh, it was a larger church, it was a different culture, it was a more evangelistic and outreach-oriented church than the church you had previously been to. It is a church that had led many people to Christ, but had not necessarily had the best, most robust disciple-making apparatus in place. And again, that's not to criticize the past. It was just a different type of church. And so that's one of the reasons they pursued you in becoming the pastor here, was to come in and take this church that was reaching, that was helping the community, that was going after the lost, and then plug into that a, a robust disciple-making uh, apparatus to help people become disciples, make disciples, not just converts. And yeah. so, again, not to criticize the past, um, great things have happened at Long Hall. God's done, it's, I would say it's a miracle type of church. Yes, you see what absolutely. God has done here. And uh, and the people who have committed to that, the past leadership, have invested in the lives of this community and left a eternal mark, I would say. Yeah. And so to take that baton and to run with it, you came in and kind of said, you know what, Let's in order to fix this, if you will, you, you had this kind of fix-it mentality, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and we look back, maybe that wasn't the right approach. We talked about that a little bit. We're talking about how to fail as a leader, right? And swung the pendulum 180 degrees. We were on a big battleship, and you just took the steering wheel and, and spun it hard yeah. right. Well, you, when you do that, you lose people overboard. You do. Too. It, and it we lost tips, a few people, it unfortunately. It tips the ship yeah. a little bit. So what we're learning from that, though, can help everybody. We yeah. can all learn from, from this. So kind of pick up on that. We talked about, you know, summarize a little bit, tactical leadership strategic leadership and that story and then let's move into the third part of this as we wrap up how to fail as a leader yeah and let me say this um we're i I use the word fail provocatively and we use it provocatively because i want you to see that if you here's the punchline if you continue to address every problem or situation in your church with one area of leadership you're going to fail in fact uh we talked about the different areas of leadership uh you have a tactical approach you have yeah. a strategic approach and a transformational approach. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to last week and you'll hear more about that. Right. But here's the thing. If you address a tactical, or if you, I'm sorry, if you address a strategic problem mm-hmm. with a tactical approach, yeah. you'll actually make the problem worse. If you address a transformational issue with a tactical and strategic approach, you're mm-hmm. actually going to make the problem worse what is tran- and exacerbate the problem. What is a transformational issue? Okay, I have I'm not get heard that. of this. You are, you are hanging on. You are yeah, hanging I'm on. still wondering. Okay, let me recap quickly, and okay. then we'll go into okay, it. Let's okay, do just it. to kind of recap. On the left side of the triangle, if you're looking at a triangle, and remember, the book we're talking about here is Three Leadership Triangles, or the mm-hmm. Three Leadership Triangle. Right. And the second book, which is really kind of the backstory of it, is Red Blue, Red Zone, Blue Zone. Okay. It's a great book. In fact, I have the book right here. Red, Red Zone, Zone, Blue Zone. Turning, Turning Conflict into Opportunity. Into Opportunity. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, the tactical approach would be more of asking the question, what is the problem? Okay. Yeah. So you, you hire an expert or you are the expert, and you come in and try to fix the problem, right. and it's a present tense issue. 
Hmm. So you have a problem with attendance, you fix it. You have a problem with a group member and your discipleship mm-hmm. group causing problems, yeah. you fix it. You ask them to leave or you critique, right. confront them, okay? That's a tactical way to lead. Most leaders, see if you remember from last week, most leaders mm-hmm. address every leadership situation with a tactical approach. How many, what's the percentage of leaders that do that? Do you remember? I think you said 90%. 90%. Glad yes, I was listening. That's a good one. You're listening. Glad I was paying attention. Paying attention. Okay. <laughs> now, if you if you progress beyond the, the tactical approach, you'll get to what's called the strategic approach. Now, with the strategic approach, approach asks, where are we going? What is the vision? Yeah. Where are we taking people? Okay. So what the strategic model says is, what's going to happen in the future? Mm-hmm. And we talked about a couple of things last week. Good leaders do three things. They define reality, yeah. what's happening now. They determine a destination, and they develop a plan to get there. Okay? Right. That's the strategic approach to leadership. Very few people can get to the transformational level of leadership. Mm. Okay? Here's what the, and I'm going to tell you why in a moment. The transformational level of leadership takes a lot of work, and it's a long, arduous process of moving people along. Mm. The first two you can fix with identifying problems and fixing problems. The second one, strategic, you can look at a problem in the system or the structure and fix the system. Hmm. Okay, and we always say this at Replicate: if you're un, uh, if if the results you're getting are unacceptable, mm-hmm. or if you're not pleased with the results you're getting in your church, mm-hmm. it's a direct result of the operating system you have in place. Right. So if you have an if you have a faulty operating system, mm-hmm. you're going to produce, in a sense, bad disciples. Yeah. Okay, I hate to say it that way. That's probably not the best way to say it. But if, right. if how the, about ineffective ministry? Yeah. So okay. So here's the question. Let me just bring it close to home. Right. If you're pastoring a smaller church, which I have in the past, and you have a congregation of cantankerous, critical, judgmental, negative, those who have self-proclaimed the gift of constructive criticism, Pastor, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you how. If you yeah. have demon deacons and cranky choir members and chorus, I mean, if you have that church, yeah. It is the direct result of the process you have for producing Mm. disciples. The disciples you're producing are the direct result of the system you have in place. Okay. Mm. That's the strategic. The strategic approach is fixing that. Right. The transformational approach asks this question. They ask the question, what's the question? They ask the question, what's the question? Yes. I told you it was going to be deep. That is, I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) They're they, asking the question, what, what is the question? Yes. You just asked the question. Yeah, Are you I'm trying to be you. a transformational leader in the midst of this podcast? Yes, right I'm now? asking you, what's the question? What is the question? No, that's the question. <laughs> the question is... I am, re- I am reframing <laughs> the question and asking myself the question, okay. what's the question? So you move... Okay, watch this. You're going to love this. Yeah, yeah. So the, the tactical leader... Is this Laurel and Hardy's leadership strategy? Yeah, that's no, this is the three question. stooges. This is the three stooges leadership approach. Okay. What is no, the, the question? The first, the first tactical is an expert mindset yes so you're hiring expert to fix the problem the second strategic is a synergistic approach okay Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna bring things together you're gonna bring people and process together yeah the third way transformational you ready for this is a facilitator mindset Mm. okay so what you're doing now is when you're saying what is the question not being funny but you're you're asking what are the issues and the way you learn to be a transformational leader is through one way. What do you think it is? By asking the question, what's the question? Yes. No, by asking questions. By asking by questions. By asking questions. 
Okay, so here's what happens. Okay, so let me tell you about Long Hollow as a test case. Okay, okay. so we come into an organization. Okay, now it's not what happened to us here is not. I mean, it, we can't change the circumstances. Sure. So I come into an organization. So I've, I've been here a little over four years. The eleven guys I hired, five or six, five of which mm -hmm. are on the lead team. Mm -hmm. Only one guy remained from the original lead team. Okay, he was yeah. here, and I hired five guys. Yeah. Okay. Then eventually, eight months later, that guy's gone, and you're left with guys who are all brand new. Mm -hmm. Okay. So every guy now presently on our leadership team has been here less time than I have. Mm. Okay. So what do we do for three and a half years or four years? Well, I'd say three and a half because we learned we pivoted about yeah. three about uh, six months ago. Sure. What do we do for three and a half years? We came with our bag of strategy. Mm -hmm. We realize, okay, this worked in the past for us. This worked at Brainerd. This yep. worked in this. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring strategic leadership mm -hmm. and tactical approaches to fix a evangelistic, in a sense, yeah. a uh, decisionistic, a mm -hmm. convert-only mentality. And so we're going to fix yeah. it with tactical and strategic approach. So what do we do? We come right in and we implement the discipleship pathway. Mm -hmm. They, not only does our church not understand the discipleship pathway, they don't even know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> so they're learning who Chris Swain right. is. They're learning who Robbie is. They're learning who Jeff is and Tim mm -hmm. LaFleur. They're learning who, who we are. And so what happens is we come in and superimpose this strategy on a existing congregation that, number one, doesn't want to change, mm -hmm. number two, doesn't know they need a change, and yeah. frankly, number three, doesn't want to change. It goes back to the old culture eats strategy for breakfast, and you're trying to fix it with strategy. I think I heard that before. And you have it. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. Right. Yes. Right? We've heard this. Yes. It eats uh, outcomes for lunch, and it yeah. e eats uh, solutions for, for, uh, for dinner, I think is what we said. And then I said culture is very obese because it eats quite a bit. But Culture's always eating, yeah. <laughs> Before we uh, get into the rest of this, let's take a brief break. And after we come back, you can continue to elaborate on transformational leadership. I'm still interested in figuring out yeah. how this uh, helped us and how we're implementing it and how you who are listening can take and implement it yourselves. One of the things we want to talk about is the Replicate Journal. If you go to replicatejournal.com, you can find out more information about how to get a hold of one of these journals. This is a great place to take down your here journals for your discipleship groups, a great place to take notes from your Sunday sermons, um, from the sermons that you hear, the, the Bible reading that you are doing, the here journals that you're taking, and then the weekly rest and the daily reset. This also has in it the Foundations 260 plan, the Foundations New Testament plan, and so your daily time with God in a easy one-stop location that you can come back to and reference again later, and also a place to store those here journals so when you're meeting for your discipleship groups, you can get together and have it contained in, a, in an easy uh, journal and a place that you can always reference. One of the great things about the Replicate Journal is we designed it with our discipleship groups in mind. So if you're in a discipleship group, this is a great resource. Check it out at replicatejournal.com. And we're back talking about how to fail as a leader. Yeah. Nobody wants to fail. That doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good, no. but it does make me want to know what you're going to say, yes. which is key. And so as we talk through this, we talked about tactical leadership. We talked about strategic leadership. One of the things I want to clarify, and I think this is the case, and you can correct me because I haven't read the book yet, but it seems to me that you still need tactical leadership. Oh, yeah. You still need strategic leadership. Yes. It's not that you're eliminating those two t leadership styles to only have transformational leadership. 
It's that each part of these, each element of leadership has its place and knowing how to work through and navigate those is what's going to take your organization to the next level. Yeah, let me give you a perfect example. So a tactical problem would be uh, we don't have child care workers who showed up for uh, Monday night CR, Celebrate mm-hmm. Recovery. Yeah. That's a tactical problem to fix. Right. You call somebody on the it phone. It still needs to be solved. Yeah, it needs to be solved. But you don't use transformational leadership to fix it. Right. You just pick up the phone and you call, hey, can you come in and watch kids tonight and help yeah. us? We'll pay you, whatever. Okay. That's a tactical solution. Right. That's easy. You do those all day long. Yeah. A strategic approach would be how do we create another night of the week where we can have childcare on campus or childcare mm-hmm. in the community so that people can do life groups in their home. Mm-hmm. That's a strategic approach right. to leadership, yeah. okay? A transformational approach to leadership is this. How do we get our people to believe that life groups in the home is the mission and vision to reach the community mm-hmm. as opposed to Sunday school on campus? That's a transformational approach. So that's a question approach. you ask. How do we do this? No, the question you ask is, what is the question? What is the question? I still don't, I don't know. I, don't, I need help. Help me here. Okay. What is the question? Yeah. It's, okay. I think the authors are being facetious and right. playing around a little bit with this. As but, are we. As are we. But here's what they're saying is. They're saying, you don't even know the questions to ask, much less the answers hmm. to the problems in your church. Hmm. And the only way to find out what the answers are, are is to figure out what the questions are. And the way you figure out what the questions are are to ask questions. So here's the biggest thing I want you to get if you, if you get nothing else about mm. transformational leadership. Yeah. Transformational leadership gets to the place where the leader of the organization realizes they don't have to come up with the answers themselves. Mm. That's a big thing to understand. That's very big That's thing. That's huge because, see, what I thought, and naively, and, and what we say, how to not fail as a leader, we feel like, I feel like I could have done things better. We all can do things better. Right. Ali, I've learned so many things through the years. But what I would say is, if I would speak to my four-year-old self four years ago, here's what I would tell myself coming into Long Hollow. I would pull, I'd pull over and park, and I'd say, Robbie, sit down. Do not implement a discipleship pathway for a year. I know you want to talk about discipleship. My first sermon series here, Chris, was The Great Omission. I remember, you remember I remember, that. I was sold, it, by the oh, way. Yeah, well, you were about seven people. But I the was, rest of them were like, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> uh, but I preached The Great Omission. Six right. weeks on discipleship, why we need to make disciples, the yeah. devastating effects of not making disciples, the Great Commission. I mean, I yes. preached it all. And our people looked at us and said, what, what is he talking about? With, hmm. you know? So I did that. Then I implemented the pathway in January. And then we're putting people through the pathway. And what happened was right away I came in and tried to fix an issue, which, one, most people didn't know was there. Yeah. And, two, I tried to fix a transformational problem with strategic leadership. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what I should have done is, in hindsight, I should have waited and implemented nothing hmm. for a year. Because what I should have done, and I did some of this behind the scenes, but I should have done more of this. What I should have done more of was sit with long-time, long-hollow folks Mm -hmm. with a pen and paper and ask three questions, okay? Because here's the thing about, remember, tactical is present problems. Yeah. Strategic is future goals. Mm. Guess what transformational is? I couldn't even guess. Okay. You've covered everything. It's past, present, and future. So a transformational leader takes what happened in the past, Mm -hmm. understanding what's happening in the present of reality, and charting a path to the future. But you can't get to the future unless you understand the past. Mm -hmm. And the way you get this is through gatherings of informational meetings, listening sessions, 
focus group times of hearing from your people. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that you're going to tell people to tell you how to pastor the church. Yeah. I'm not saying you're going to tell people how to uh, give you information on how to make all the decisions. What yeah. I'm saying is you're going to be a better leader when you listen more. So how do you know what questions to ask? That would be my question. What is the question, what is the question? to the question to ask? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think that, I think that's part of the process. Is that going to be based upon your scenario? So let's say our church is uh, plateaued and declining. You okay. know, are, you, are you then asking questions about how, how do we grow? How do we reach out? Why aren't we reaching out? Yeah, but I think you would start even further back. Mm. I would start back and say, tell me, tell me a time at Long Hollow when things were going really well. Mm. See, here's another thing you got to think about in leadership. And think about this in your organization. If you don't know why a thing is working, mm -hmm. when it's working, yeah. you won't know how to fix it when it's broke. Mm. Okay? That's true. So if you don't know why your car is running when it's running... <laughs> When the car breaks, you have no like me, you yeah. and I. I yeah, love this. I my say. favorite story. My favorite story of Chris Swain and Melissa Swain. Melissa is uh, Melissa learned how to build and fix cars. Yeah. Her dad, and her dad's shoot guns. very yes. Candy was similar. Her dad was the fixer. Right. Your your dad. You and me are just the opposite. We right. don't fix. We tactically call yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> so one time, Chris and my Melissa were at my the, phone. Yeah. Chris and Melissa are at the gas station. Yes. Tell us this story. This is a great. Well, story. we're on a road trip. On a road trip. And yeah. uh, and the cruise control went out and by going out, I mean, it got stuck in cruise control. Oh my like, gosh. I was going 65 and I couldn't, you know, I put the brake on the engine still going 65. Oh my gosh. So my strategy is my tactic to fix that problem was to just pull over the side of the road and shut the engine off. True. Yeah. That worked. That'll work. <laughs> so then she got on the phone, she got under the hood and her dad walked her through fixing the problem. No, which no, but okay. Here you're missing the greatest part of the story. What is the greatest? The part greatest of story? part of the story is you decide while your wife is under the hood fixing the problem, you're gonna walk over. Well, no, to that's parties. part two. That's part okay, two. Part two. Tell no, us that this, story. This is the first time. So I get back on the road, foolishly thinking I can use cruise control again. That's yeah, how right. lazy I am right, as a right. driver. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I get stuck in cruise control again. Well, oh, this time God. I pull into a Hardy's parking this lot. That's the best. She gets on the phone, gets out. I've got my two-year-old in the back, my five-year-old in the back back seat, and we're in parties. And I'm like, I'm hungry. Right. I can't do anything to fix the car. I'm trying to watch the kids. True. So I take the kids aside. We get some. I get a cheese biscuit, which I found out is a new item that they're selling. We go back. You I'm sitting pass in the car. It up. I couldn't pass it up. So I'm sitting in my car eating a cheese biscuit while my wife is out fixing the car under the hood. And this <laughs> giant truck pulls up beside me with the manliest of men. And he just looks up. <laughs> he just gets out. And sees me eating my cheese biscuit, sees my wife under the hood fixing, fixing the car. Taking apart the engine. And he just gives me a look that I'll never forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave him the old shoulder. The look is either, either this guy needs a hand in his man card or yeah. this guy really understands some things that I'm I, missing because I apparently mean, his wife's fixing vehicles and <laughs> I'm not. You know, mine's not. That's <laughs> exactly right. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that has to do with transformational leadership, but let's close it with this. This is what I would say about transformational yes. leadership. The reason you're maybe not connecting with your people mm -hmm. is because you're not spending enough time listening. Mm. And uh, as I try to teach Regan Reiner, God gave us two ears and one mouth, so we should listen twice as much as we talk. Mm. And so I would just say, 
creating times of listening and hearing and learning. And what that'll do is that'll endear you to your people anyway. Mm -hmm. And what you're going to learn through this is in order to change the culture, mm -hmm. you have to understand what the values are of your people. You have to understand what's important to them. You have to understand what excites them. Mm -hmm. What gets the people of the First Baptist Church out of bed? What gets the people of the First Presbyterian or the Methodist community, whatever, or the Bible belief, what gets them out of it? What makes them excited mm. to come to your church? And when you start to hear those things, then you can start to understand. You can't chart a destination mm -hmm. until you define reality. And I think we started this entire two-part podcast with the same that everybody is a leader. Yeah. So even beyond the individual who is a church leader, serving as a pastor or leadership in the church in some way, I think every discipleship group leader, every life group leader, Sunday school class leader, every leader in their home, every leader at work can listen better. Yeah. And I know that sounds very minimalistic. You know, how, how to succeed as a leader, I would say, is to become that transformational leader who is listening and asking questions before implementing tactics and, stra and strategy. Yeah, and I leave with two. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I leave with, leave with two things. Number one is this. You have to define what kind of leadership approach it takes to fix this problem okay don't just go in with your tactical bag of tools and try to fix the problem mm -hmm. you need to define okay before i go to fix this problem is this a tactical issue is this a strategic issue or is this going to require transformational insight which will take time mm -hmm. the second thing i want to end with and here's the here's the uh, ace in the hole if you will yeah. for the entire podcast the easter egg that you the promised. easter egg here's the easter egg yeah. okay the easter egg is this the way you change a culture through transformation is by discipleship. Hmm. When you change the hearts and the minds of your people and they get on fire for Jesus personally, hmm. it changes the culture. And so when you invest the time to invest in people and exponentially they grow both physically and spiritually, yeah. that will change the culture of your church. And I say this all the time. I love this quote by Leonard Ravenhill. And the quote is this, you don't have to advertise a fire, it advertises itself. And when people get on fire for Jesus, yeah. they're the greatest apologetic for why discipleship works, it's a good word. and it'll change the culture of your church. It's a great word, and I will say this. You don't have to advertise a fire, but you do have to advertise a podcast. So mm. if you're a fan of the podcast, that is true. please let everyone else or know. Or rate a podcast. You have or to rate you can go and rate our podcast. If you want to give us five stars, that's great. We actually have a five-star average. I've read through several of the reviews. Thank you so much wow. for taking the time to write those reviews. They encourage us as we continue to work on the podcast, and it helps other people kind of get an idea of what the podcast is about. So go rate the podcast right now. You don't have to write a review. Just click on the number of stars you think we should get. Right. You and like five, though. I like five. I prefer you five, prefer five but, I mean, I'm biased. Right. You're biased. And then <laughs> what if, about the YouTube channel? And then if you want to watch can the you podcast, help you we can help us help. out. We're slowly building. It's going to take some time. Slowly building our YouTube channel. If you would go, go to YouTube, look for Replicate Ministries, and then just subscribe to yes. the podcast. You can watch it there, and that will help us out as we grow on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and we will be back next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty. If you don't mind, take a moment to subscribe and share the podcast. You can find out more about disciple making, resources related to disciple making, and our customized training on our website at replicate.org.